Washington, so history says, would never tell a lie. I wish there were more Washington. I do, I hope to die. When I was but a little boy, somebody felt my head. My boy, you'll be a president. Someday that's what he says. Somebody lied, you see. Somebody lied, you see. There never was a president that ever resembled me. <laughs> Somebody lied. As plain as plain can be. Somebody lied as sure as you're born. Somebody falsified to me. I started out in life to be a president. I got a livery stable job that wasn't worth a cent. Somebody said, there stands a mule, go curry her for me. Don't be afraid of her hind legs, she's gentle as can be. Somebody lied, somebody lied, you see. That mule just twisted in her stall and handed me one, that's all. Somebody lied, <laughs> as plain as plain can be. Somebody strayed from the righteous path, somebody falsified to me. You know, uh, speaking of uh, of uh, people getting so, getting used to so quick to something uh, after it's, uh, two or three years, well, mm-hmm. I can uh, I yeah, I can remember when uh, my father and uh, didn't pay taxes, yeah, income taxes, mm-hmm. he didn't have enough money, and then uh, the only thing they and the first time the uh, the working people. Uh, paid taxes was during the war, and that was in place, and they took it out of your check mm-hmm. uh, for the war effort. Yeah. And uh, then they never did take that away, nor the uh, the excess taxes. Once they stick a tax on you, it's there for life, mm-hmm. more than life. But anyway, uh, uh, you know, people uh, just look at you when you say you never paid taxes. Mm-hmm. Income taxes, they can't hardly believe it. Yeah. They said there was a time when you didn't pay it. Well, and even in, in Britain, they, they called it the temporary war tax. Yeah. That's how they started it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, that was a, uh, they took it out uh, for the help the war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then it's progressively went from then, uh, progressed all the time. Mm-hmm where people don't even realize how much of their money. No wonder they have to be up on credit. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They're... Yeah, I thought I was going to make some money, uh, extra money. I worked overtime, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And they took half of it. <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. 
If I can't have it, you're not going to have it. Mm -hmm. So I never worked anymore over time. Yeah. It was unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure it was. Well, actually, see, even under the, the old common law, to tax labor meant it was a form of slavery. And that's all been forgotten, to tax your labor. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, uh, there's a, always been a debate. Income was uh, what you made after uh, your profits in your year. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 you know, uh, businessmen mm -hmm. in the business process, uh, after you paid your taxes, I mean paid your uh, debts and your and your, uh, you know, that was what was left over for you. Yeah. Not, uh, uh, and that was above your income. Mm -hmm. I mean, your living expense, that was income. Yeah. Profit. Mm hmm Where uh, uh, they just conveniently stuck it on your wage. Uh, I, I mean, uh, it's not, uh, it's not income. That's your living. Yeah. That's not a profit. That's a necessity that you have to have to live. Mm hmm not income. Well, you only think that way if you don't realize that you're under slavery. That's right. Once you realize you're under slavery, it all starts to make sense. Somebody didn't, uh, somebody wasn't joking when they said wage slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are just chattel, you see. Well, we're the modern-day slaves. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, we're chattel. And we have a, a function to serve the system, and that's basically the tenets of the U, the United Nations. Every citizen has a function to serve the state. So they've decided what we're here for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the elite have always looked upon us that way. <laughs> yeah. So nothing changes, eh? No, it stays the same. The more it stays the same. Yeah. yeah. It's just an ongoing slave system. Only where the best stuffed slaves there are, even though it's all modified food, they're using the same techniques to dumb us down by the types of food we're given. Now they've modified them all, so we're all pretty... We're getting rather thick in the head. You know, I bet you today that you couldn't walk into a school and uh, really listen or uh, to uh, what they're teaching your children today, uh -huh. or not teaching them, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the sky's the limit now. There's no... Uh, the parents wouldn't... Well, I think I don't think most of them would really care today, to be honest. I mean, they've given their, their children over heart and soul to this system, and they expect the system to take care of them for them. Uh, I don't think they really care what they're taught. No. You see, I used to, I used to think that uh, if I was to sit down and watch a modern movie or a sitcom or anything with, say, my grandmother and my mother and then, say, a woman of my generation, you just watch how the reactions are to what you would see. Uh, the grandmother would be shocked the mother a bit less so shocked and and the woman of your own age probably not shocked at all they've debased every generation gradually through gradualism to the next step to the next step till now anything goes 
And I said years ago, the time will come when you'll see live sex happen, even in comedy shows. And that will come. They've already got shows out. These these so-called reality shows they call them. They started with a survivor type series, dumping males and females on an island to play this game. And now they're going to step further with city TV. I'm not surprised because Moses Neimer is, is a, a ringleader in deculturalization. And uh, you'll see them groping each other, male and female, and me- female and female, and male and male. I mean, they're going the whole way now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, I, can, uh, I come from the time when, uh, like I said, even when uh, uh, it was uh, Depression days and, and uh, Roosevelt's time in 33, uh, they call it the Great Depression. Well, uh, uh, you, could, uh, you could leave your door open, and uh, I guarantee you, uh, there wasn't any... Uh, Cheap way, Effie. Huh? You mean the cheap way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I said, you could leave your door open. You could, uh, and uh, to uh, to the last, I would say, uh, fifty years, you could put something in the back of your truck, uh, like you're shopping. You know, uh-huh. you put it in the back of your truck, and it would be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, uh, it's 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 come uh, like you just said. When you, uh, no, uh, it doesn't shock me from what I come from, you know, and uh, it just, uh, it just uh, went downhill. And the thing I'm so sorry to say is that uh, the authorities didn't have to get over the people and beat them into these kind of things. Yeah. They went to it naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in other words, uh, degeneration. Uh, It's in the nature, but here's the thing. You see, they used to say, even thousands of years ago, since they gave you a model, fictional or otherwise, of, of, a, of a king and queen, and they used to say, as the king goes, so do the people. So the more debauched the king would show, show himself to be, the people emulate what they see. Culture is given to the people. And you can create any kind of culture that you want. Uh, so if they want to debase you, they simply push all the things that will debase you. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to breed you up and have you feeling dutiful towards your country and all this kind of thing in, in this system, they'd give you, uh, they'd go back to the Victorian type era or the, the Edwardian era uh, or love a country and uh, self-discipline, all that kind of stuff or chastity, they can give you whatever they want, because see, anything that they give you is is de facto, in their system, normal. Any system they can create is normal. And as Plato said thousands of years ago, we create the culture for the people. And and the people emulate what they see. So yeah, if they want us to be sort of goody two-shoes, 
and uh, having self-respect and respect for others, they would give you an appropriate culture, but that's not what they're after. They want to destroy all that was to bring in the next system, the next type of culture. This is a science. It's a science which is well understood. And, and with all the, the, the um, formulas of cultural change are kept in archives. They know how to reintroduce changes uh, and it's very simple really you look at the basic things of people whether it's food uh, sexual contact uh, anything that are drives and necessities um, and you simply exaggerate it until it's common and you exaggerate the behavior as you exaggerate the showing of it to the public the public mimic what they see Charles Dar Darwin talked about that too how they could do that so yeah, the public mimic what they see. Culture is given. Culture is plastic and fluid. They can they can change directions with it, and and market it to us, and we will copy it. You just need to look at the fashions. You'll see young girls there with the long sleeves going past their fingertips, uh, that their jean bottoms dragging on the ground, uh, their midriff is bare, and and uh, chains hanging out of them, out of their skin. Uh, that was all marketed to them via the culture creators using the, the, the media. It's not difficult to do. Well, like I said, uh, uh, we we were the first generation to see movies, and uh, we uh, we just thought that the movie star and stars were just uh, supers, and we, uh, we wanted to be like them. I mm -hmm. remember trying to talk out of the side of my mouth like a... Uh, 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 Ralph did, uh, Ralph, mm -hmm. uh, one of the gangsters. Uh -huh. And, uh, uh, you know, you, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, and you saw that, or uh, the latest fashion, uh, boy, I got washed, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you can see how impressionable it is why uh, a child nowadays would, uh, would just, uh, uh, I don't know what he'd do if he couldn't dress like the crowd. Mm -hmm. It's more, it's getting more and more all the time, yeah. where you just, uh, uh, the crowd would turn on you if you are different. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, they would. They around on you and, and, uh, and uh, uh, avoided you when I was growing up, but now, actually, it's got so uh, uh, rigid and everything, I think they'd actually uh, turn on you. They would. In fact, uh, uh, a while back I heard of a, a, a child, teenager, killing their parents because it wouldn't give them the kind of, uh, buy the kind of clothes they wanted to have, they yeah. had to have. Mm -hmm. He just, he had to be like the crowd. Uh -huh. yeah. You see, the human understanding of humans is just incredible. They know every little part of every age group and how to exploit it and manipulate it because they know what they're going through at, at that age. And, you know, that's what Russell said, Bertrand Russell. He says we shall have to bring in the big marketing organizations that understand the psychology of, of, of the sexes or the genders and the age groups. He knew that, that they would have to be used 
to market ideas to them. That's culture. All, all culture, all thoughts, ideas, opinions is marketed to them and taught to them in school. So it's repetition, reinforcement. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you know something? If they had to, if some real freak of nature hit them that they didn't cause themselves, the elite, had, if they had to breed you up again, and have you really work back in industrial type age, they would do it so quickly. They would give you back the long dresses and the manners for the men and all the rest of it, and the culture and the dramas to match it so you'd copy it, and uh, and all the songs that would match it. Then they'd be praising virginity and all this kind of stuff. And, and they could do that just the same if they wanted to. Because, as I say, culture is plastic. And they understand the science of it. Yeah. However, as it is that there's too many of us, they don't need us anymore. And we, we just have to finish off the Middle East. That's all we have to do when our job's finished. And then they'll start. We'll, we'll be living in a, th- a third world society here. They'll, they'll take the power away. The gasoline will be so incredibly expensive you can't afford it. You'll start moving into the habitat areas where they promise to take care of everybody. And then they'll start bringing the population down. Because that, that's all mandated by the United Nations, that they will eventually take over the food distribution of the world. And they will only dish out fixed amounts to each nation. And it's up to the representatives to make sure their populations do not increase, because they're not going to give you more food. This is all written about, you know, by those in the United Nations. It's, it's out there for the public. But they won't make you a drama or a movie about that. <laughs> And they won't tell you the over-the-clock news either. No, and they won't, they won't put it in the bestsellers list either and make it available uh, as a bestseller in your local bookstore. But the this, this stuff is out there. Yeah. And we're watching it all happen. But look how easy it is to bring everything to a standstill. It is to stop the electricity... Uh, stop the gasoline trucks moving. I don't think people realize that the gasoline trucks stop moving in, in some of those states with the storm because the garages themselves couldn't pump the gasoline without a generator. And, and even then, you had to be authorized to have a proper generator inspected by a, a, a proper inspector, etc., in order to use one for safety, you see. And... That's how easy they can switch off everything that you've been made to depend upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So easy to do. Something that wouldn't have bothered a generation in 1920, where they could still they still have their candles, their 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 oil for heating, you know, a little oil or kerosene stove or something like that. So it wouldn't have mattered to them. Now they can turn everything off. Uh, look Look how easily they got Montreal or Quebec to, uh, in that ice storm a few years ago to shut down because because some they have some of the biggest electrical plants power plants in Quebec, so most of the folk had gone over totally to electricity for heating and for everything and when they turned off the electricity in that ice storm, the people were completely helpless couldn 't even warm themselves, and yet their grandparents would would have thought that unthinkable they 'd all have wood stoves. It's it's so easy 
in this system to get you dependent on it. That's what they call interdependence. It means taking away any form of independence. That way you're, you're at their mercy when they want it to happen. Yeah. So quickly, too. So quickly. Yeah. Yes, so easily. Yeah. I said, uh, uh, you know, homeland security and all that. Uh, uh, Raz about uh, uh, somebody gonna you know, the, what do you call Excuse me, I can't. Got a brain play there or something. Uh, uh, the terrorist. Mm-hmm. Just think of what, uh, uh, if they blew up all the, uh, all refineries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't you would just be completely helpless with it. Yeah. And I'm sure eventually they'll make that happen regardless of who they blame for doing it yes. because it's rather essential to keep this terrorism going in fact they're talking about this lasting for generations so we've all to be trained that this is a new normal as they take all your rights and freedoms away and start changing you into the habitat areas and the new way of living it's, it's, it's an ongoing what the public don't realize is if they, if they believe the reality that they've been born into the way it's been presented to them those those people will never figure it out at all we're simply living on an agenda here a pre-scripted agenda and it's working very well and if it takes two or three generations to make it all complete so be it they'll do that until, and you know that terror is the word terror is so vague because it's going to be expanded like all laws are to cover everything in your life what you say will be terrorism what you're thinking could be terrorism it'll expand and expand and expand till you're a nice little robot that's where it's to go yeah yeah really There's a bill that was passed in the Congress, and I think it was to do with any criticism of the government and the way they're handling this war uh, can be imprisonment or a fine. Well, look at you, how big and how, mu uh, how much it can cover anything. Uh, uh, like the old fella said one time, like a Mother Hubbard, it covers everything and touches nothing. Uh, uh, the hate laws. Yeah. Why, uh, uh, you know, you could, uh, you could extend that to... That's also being expanded. You have to keep your mouth. Yeah. You see, in the Soviet Union, these were the first laws that, that uh, Lenin had passed uh, after the, Revo the Bolshevik Revolution. It's the same laws. Uh -huh. The exact same laws were passed, the first ones, yeah. And then the hate, it was expanded to cover government. Any, any criticism of government was called anti-government. And then they had a whole bunch of psychiatric laws claiming you must be mentally ill if you're against this brand new wonderful system. And they'd put you in the gulags, you know, into Siberia. So uh, the whole thing is coming down here. Well, I often thought that uh, communism was a trial run. Yeah, it was the test bed, yeah. Test run. Yeah. Yeah, it was a test bed for all of this. And now you have a, a new, improved, worldwide Sovietism, and that's what it is. Of course, the Soviets never ran their own show either. It was run from London, but uh, 
this is the system for the world and it was all tested out there and even the translations political correctness and anti-government are direct translations from the Soviet system that's what the public called it yeah, yeah. well like I said anybody that uh, studies a little while there's no difference between communism, socialism, welfareism mm-hmm. they're all one and the same yeah or even capitalism it's all to do with materialism that's that's the your connecting factor between communism and capitalism. Yeah, dialectical materialism. It's the same. It's all from the same source. But you have to have opposites to pretend that they were all against each other to to get the third way. Is to call it the merging of communism with capitalism, which is just a, a massive bureaucracy between the people and those who run the world. That's all it is. That's all it is. And the public, too, are being trained through their media and comedies and movies to the inevitabilities of the next step. And the next step is, oh, well, you know, because it all seems familiar to them because they've watched movies about these things. It gets them all ready for the reality. Then they don't question the reality. Well, in fact, I sort of suspect sometimes they don't know what reality and uh, A lot of them they don't. believe is. Yep. The departure point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they down so much entertainment that they can't tell. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it is. Yeah, they're far, far gone, I'll tell you. Yeah. Too far gone what I was thinking but you'll never hear any of this sort of stuff on your on your TV news no no they'll never use the term Sovietization or anything like that well the public have to be made to think now you see to be made to think and that's what the media's job is they they tell them what they think about and anything they don't mention isn't worth thinking about because the public really believe the media is there to do their thinking for them they really have come to believe that you know yeah yeah the old communist plan is here they, they actually look to the government to tell them what's real Isn't that sad, eh? Sad, sad world. Yeah. And that isn't nothing. This is just a. Uh, uh, this is just a really start. It is. I know. It's Pavlovian training to the extreme. That's what we're seeing. Well, imagine how people will be controlled. Yeah. And now, even the next ten years, I'm glad I'm not. I'm not young. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you hear so many people say, I wish I would, used to be when I was growing up, oh, I wish I would, could live life over, I could be a young again, but I can tell you, I don't want to. No. no. I wouldn't want to. Uh, 
Well, in fact, I, I, I couldn't abide it to uh, these children now growing up, and uh, they are, they'll, they've grown up into it. At least I had a semblance of belief, and uh, to a certain extent I did see a little freedom. Yeah. Because they, uh, uh, they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't get out to the rural parts to later. Yeah. They had to conquer the big cities and, uh, and everything first. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And uh, I've seen it through my years gradually uh, come into being. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, like you said, uh, now you're trained not to... Uh, uh, remember anything from next week? Uh-huh. I mean, last week. Yeah. Yeah. But what well, else? Part of it too is something we've touched on before, though. Is, I mean, when I was growing up, there, there were buildings standing in my little town that had been there for my grandparents and great grandparents had been there. And now they don't allow anything to stand for more than a few years and then knock it down, rebuild something else. So they've done away with, with belonging or familiarity. That was another part of it. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was actually discussed. Oh, yes, I can remember. And, uh, you know, now, uh, like you said, anything over five years old, and people are trained mm-hmm. now to, uh, uh, to uh, expect that to be torn down. We've got to move. Forward. More forward, yeah. That's a uh, that's a refrain you hear at them all the time. Uh-huh. Ain't even sit still, stand still. We got to move forward. Yeah. Well, what they do is you see they eradicate anything of the past. Yes. Because they don't yeah. see when you're in a, a stage of transition, they keep you moving, moving, moving. It's easy to keep you moving once you've started moving. They don't want anything that you can hold on to as any kind of form of permanency. Because that makes you feel like belonging again to a different uh, era. So anything of a previous era or a different way of living must be destroyed. And and roots you could hold on to. You know, I uh, often thought how senseless uh, urban renewal was. Yeah. Tore down all the landmarks. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I I wondered if that was the the underlying uh, uh, reason for that. Because, I'm sure, uh, yeah. With, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, good buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's part of the reason for war. If you look at the, the mass carpet bombing in places in Germany and different countries, that was all part of, that was a demolition job for, for renewal. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, a brand new Germany came out of it. Yes. And it was all planned. I'm sure, I'm sure every building was planned before they knocked them down and blew them up. The same way with Japan. Yeah, same way. I mean, most Japanese lived in those uh, the sort of um, yeah paper and and the houses, and they had to just demolish the old to bring in the new. That's the standard Freemasonic way, the higher Masonic way, and that's what they're doing. Same with the culture; they destroy that which is familiar in your culture to bring in the new. So they're always on the move. Uh, this is a technique that people haven't a clue is actually working on them and it's deliberate, it's organized it's the only truly organized system on the planet it certainly is the only one that can uh, win through its system because it's the only one with the financing to do it well, there's nothing they do that isn't planned that's right every little thing Mm -hmm. and planned so well in its own time 
Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Everything is planned, and that's when it, that's when you go into some serious study into some old books written by foundations and people who work for the big foundations. They're just hand in glove with the bankers. And then they wrote about all of this. The, the techniques and everything were written about. But once again, they were never promoted as bestsellers. But legally, they were put out there for you to read if you wanted to know. They're very legalistic. But I mean, put, taking your own life, Effie, you, you technically did all the right things according to the culture of the time that you were born and, and raised. You you saved your pennies. You didn't spend out when you didn't have to. Um, today they would say you denied yourself the things that were yours, like eating out and all this kind of stuff, even going to the movies. Because down the road you thought you save up, you're supposed to do that, and then you get a little place where you live. And uh, and you built your little place, basically, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. And... Um, and and then you find out, you know, it's all been for what? Yeah. In other words, uh, really, uh, you're just a caretaker. Yeah. When they get ready, uh, they'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And didn't you say about those, you had walnut trees on your land, big walnuts? Is it walnut tree? Uh, no, I, uh, you I, you don't have walnut trees down here. What, what is it you have? trees. What are they called? Pecan trees. Yeah, yeah. People call it pecan. Yeah. Pecan. Mm-hmm. And the government will have every one of them numbered, you know, I'm sure, for taxes and and future use, you know. But meanwhile, you can pay all the taxes on it as you, as you keep them for them. So you're, yeah. A person can do a whole lot if they want to and they will and they try. But I, no, I take that back. Mm. There was a time when I could do that. Now you can't do that because you have to have a permit. Yep. And they wouldn't allow you to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they want to protect you. Yep. So you won't blow yourself up or electrocute yourself or drown yourself or something. Mm-hmm. They're so protective. Well, they love you, you see. They care. These these people lose sleep trying worrying about us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why you got to have permits and, and inspections and building codes and, yeah. Isn't it, uh, isn't it odd that, uh, uh, you know, they never give you this permit. You've got to pay for it. Oh, yeah, and that makes it all right. Yeah. You pay for everything, and money solves all problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they keep adding to it. Uh, I just was wondering if they ever... Uh, no, I know. They'll never get enough taxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so well, well, yeah, well, there's never... Well, of course there will never be enough taxes, because... Albert Pike, the big uh, Pope of Masonry, along with every other Illuminist of his day, uh, said the same things that Karl Marx said, because it was just another Masonic branch, uh, was that uh, they would destroy all private property, all ownership of private property. That was a main goal 
that they had to do the abolition of the family unit or also had to go we've seen that in fact all the planks of the communist manifesto have been successfully completed I wasn't wonder why that wasn't shouted from the rooftops and it was scared and put people were in moral fear that now the Supreme Court allows any uh, 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 people that uh, you know If you look at pretty well, and this is people don't look at when they're, when they're constantly buying homes, if you look at where it says, uh, it doesn't say owner, it says tenant. It says tenant on, on uh, when you're getting a mortgage and ownership papers. You're, uh, you're, uh, uh, you know, I was going to uh, uh, look into that. Mm-hmm. some in the U.S. tell me the same. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. At least the modern ones, anyway. I don't know about the older ones. Uh-huh. But yeah, I had an argument with with this lawyer that came in with this Saturnian, Saturnalian gown on, these black gowns that they wear for Saturn. And uh, I, I, I says, I says what's this? He says, oh, that's, you know, he says, that's your proper. I says, oh, no. I says, score that out and put owner. He says, oh, it means just the same. I says, I come from Britain. I know what tenant means. Yes. Because we had tenant farmers right up to this present day who who don't own a darn thing, uh, they just uh, rent the land from the from the Lord, and live on His sufferance, and, and uh, but that's the con that they've pulled. You see, yeah. Of course, of course, what those same lawyers don't tell you they're exempt from that. They don't put tenant for their, themselves. They're allowed to put owner, so they don't pay all the taxes, and that's the con game that goes on here. They're all brotherhoods, you see. And if you're not in the brotherhood, you're 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 a profane. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we live in a complete fantasy from the from reality. Complete fantasy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think the one difference in the states is there was one type of title which they're trying to get rid of right now in fact they've been mass uh, mailing everybody with, with, with the homestead titles and trying to get them to change over to another type of title and what it means of course is that they'll, really, they'll have no title at all except in their head till they find out it's not real so uh, the old scam to get all private property off the people is un- well underway well underway they can, they can tax and price you out of it uh, and, and the, the latest thing is all building codes and all upgrades to building codes come from the United Nations they, put, they keep upping the standards every year 
and they're going now for the rural areas to see if your guttering is right or your septic is right. And of course, you keep upgrading, upgrading until you're bankrupt, and they'll fine you and fine you per day, big money if it's not fixed. Well, that's how they're going to get all the people off the land and into the little sardine cans called habitat areas. That's the technique. It's, you don't need an imagination for this. And you don't need a paranoia either. You just need logic and the ability to use your own reasoning powers with the data and your perceptions as you, as you see things. Yeah. It's all coming down. And well written about, well written about, by the big players themselves. But nobody reads. No, there's no fun in reading. There's no, if you don't get something with sex and violence in it, there's no point in reading it. That's how people are. They have no patience for learning what's happening. And of course, they're trained to be egocentric, so they're taught to shy away from anything that, that requires critical thinking and might be unpleasant. So they can't even look at the unpleasant, which is a survival mechanism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Psychological warfare to the extreme. Yeah. Sensitized to cruelty, to slaughter, through the media that now mixes sport, entertainment, uh, the latest film stars, uh, breast implants, uh, all mixed together with, with people getting blown up at wedding parties in the Middle East until nothing is real anymore and the import of the, the horror we can witness in these little flashes they show us has no effect on us. We're being desensitized to it, mm -hmm. to cheapen life, because we must accept that life is worth nothing in order for them to come, come to the next step, because they're going to start euthanizing, etc., and deciding who will live and die, and who can breed and who will not breed. That's all part of this great uh, utopia of theirs. So they must completely desensitize us, us to all value of life, and have done a darn good job of it so far. Yeah. The thing is, remote is impersonal. Uh, it isn't real. They don't, uh, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, they just can't conceive of anything. Yeah. Well, literally, it's, pr it's also a scientific way of presenting information to the public. That's how it's done. I literally heard about Saddam Hussein being hung in between uh, sports um, Dolly Parton's latest uh, chess job and some other trivia and that's how they snuck it in until nothing was real you see nothing's real it's called surrealism 
it, it's it's what you would get if you were taking a, a, a psychedelic trip on a drug. They're doing it through the media uh, present presentations. That's how it's being done. And, and then you had the incessant ads. Yes, that too. Yeah. My yeah. gosh, somebody has to be crazy to look at that thing. Well, if not, they'll make you crazy. And that's all done on purpose. This is done on purpose. That's right. And then uh, you notice how even commercials have gotten away from humans. they got all kind of animated uh, creatures. Yeah. They aren't even human anymore. Oh, yeah. Most of them. Lots of them. Mm-hmm. Diagrams. Yeah. That's a fact. But, but as I say, a bit, a bit, a bit. Looking back, you'd have changed a lot of things in your life if you knew it was coming. Yeah. Do what? You'd have changed a lot to your plans if you knew it was coming. That's most probably committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Uh, well, uh, uh, you know, it's been hard to uh, uh, to uh, uh, to realize. Like I said, uh, 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 the other day I told someone, I said, did you ever think that you would ever stand around in, in a line waiting to, uh, for somebody to take your money? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I guess it's a good thing we don't know what's uh, in the future. It takes a strong mind to cope with it. That's right. Yeah. Maybe uh, the old person uh, I quoted from said, uh, if I'd have had any sense, I'd, uh, I, uh, I'd be, uh, let's see, what did they say? Uh, if I'd have had any sense, it would have drove me crazy. simpler times although the agenda was underway even then just uh, as I lived through it I can't believe it sometimes yeah 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 well you said the biggest change came with FDR coming in and the lead up to FDR really Savior, eh? right from the banking industry, right there with all the plans, just, just all somehow ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah, I was uh, just a child when, uh, uh, when I uh, 
uh, I guess my uh, folks got paid a little something to plow cotton under. To plow it under, yeah. To plow it under some of the prettiest cotton you ever saw. I thought that was the awfulest thing. Uh, many a time you tried to raise something that didn't grow and drow for weather or something, and uh, that pretty cotton being plowed on the waist. I was very attuned to waste. Yeah. You didn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. Waste not, won't not. Yeah. Yeah. And yet they try to tell us this is a, a sane economic system. But when there's a surplus of something, they'll just plow it under rather than sell it. And people need it, or they're starving or whatever, for food. And the worst part of it all, there you were... Uh, uh, hunger for meat uh-huh. and uh, them destroying it. Yeah. Destroying uh, 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 food. Mm-hmm. Taking it out in the ocean, down the Mississippi River and dumping it in the... And, uh, or uh, like I saw a mountain of... Uh, oh, I'd say it's hot, tall as a, as a house, double-story house, of potatoes in Maine pouring... Uh, Prices up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause of shortage. Yeah. Wasn't wrong. Nothing wrong with the production. It wasn't nothing wrong with the price. Mm-hmm. It was the money. The lack yeah. of money. Mm-hmm. That's where they've got us. Yeah. That's the whole pivot thing of mm-hmm. it all. Is the uh, is the control of when you control the money, you control the people. Sure you do. Yeah. 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 And it's been like that for thousands of years. And they've never changed that system so they can always do it again when when they need to do it. Yeah. Something perfect like that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people are still healthy. They've got the means of production all they're ready to go, but they're not allowed to because the money's supposed to have collapsed. <laughs> yeah. What a joke, eh? Yes, yeah. Yes. But as I say, they haven't fixed that so they can always do it again. That's why they never fix that. They leave that so they can always pull the same stunt whenever they want to. That's right. Yeah. And the European Union does the same thing. They dump what they call butter mountains and potato mountains and stuff in the in the in the channel to keep the prices up in all the European countries. And that's called a sane policy. Yeah. 
and uh, and actually uh, today people would buy more uh, uh, and more uh, nourishing food if they had the money. Yeah. And access to nourishing food that they right. tampered with it all. Yeah, if you could uh, uh, get some natural, even halfway natural food now. Yeah. Well, food has always been used as a weapon of control, even even far as far back as the Egyptians and probably older. So there's nothing new in dumbing us down through what we were allowed to eat. Now that they've modified everything. The big five, you know, Archer Daniels, Midland, which is just Adam, and Canagra, and um, uh, Monsanto, and all the rest of them, they're, they're all in Chile. Because the, since the 80s, they've been setting up Chile to be the, the, the vegetable producer for the Americas through NAFTA money. But people don't realize we're paying grants to them all through our tax money for these big boys to have all their modified food grown down there. And that's been happening not just in Chile, but in other places in Latin America. Uh, everything's kept fairly quiet, but it has been published if you just keep your ears open and your eyes. For, they always say, if you, for those with eyes to see and ears to hear and a memory to remember it, you, you know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. They always use the public money to set themselves up. So they can kick you again at the right time yeah but it's coming down now I mean you've seen that in in Louisiana after that hurricane that did all those strange right angles and then came straight in uh, basically a form of martial law and how the people reacted to it and how they run around in their cars just looking for just keep moving I mean you, you've, you've already seen the, the, the start of the process and the military takeover the FEMA takeover the whole area they've got huge camps here now don't they of those trailers they brought in they do what? those big trailer parks they have now well yes uh, uh, now they uh, uh, they are trying to get rid of them really? I mean, uh, uh, a lot of them were uh, parked in people's uh, uh, temporaries till they got, you know, back in the house. Uh -huh. And now, uh, uh, like I said, uh, uh, I, I pass by one every, uh, about every month, and, and it's growing yet. Uh -huh. And it's not a new one, it's new ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, a, trailer par a trailer is a very unreliable place to be. Yeah. Mm. Well, especially in hurricane country, too. That's right. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd want to uh, stay in one, even with a uh, good stiff wind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all that money that was wasted. Yeah, yeah. 
sure they're building their brand new city out of it. A different type of city, though. Well, it's not going to be the same one. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it'll be a, ever be the same size. And the first thing they've got to uh, they've got to stop the killing down there. Uh huh. What's happening there? Well, they got uh, they just uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, uh, it's mostly uh, drugs. Mm hmm. Killing. Yeah. Territory and, and uh, gangs. Uh huh. Yeah, but. Oh, what well, you're talking basically the average modern city, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, they got the National Guard down there. Uh huh. And uh, and they still haven't stopped them. Really. They uh, even supposed to uh, kill people on uh, in broad daylight. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think there's uh, uh, been about uh, thirty-five kills since the first of the year. Really. Yeah. Worse than the uh, Western gang, I mean Western town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gee whiz, eh? But it's, uh, uh, it's not, uh, you can't, you can't say, you can't blame it all on the, uh, on the uh, police. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's the judges, it's the lawyers, it's the morals of the people, it's, uh, uh it's, uh, uh, nothing being, I mean, you know, it's just a, a lot of combination, and it's permissible. It's permissible. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, it's allowed. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, uh, to scare the people for nothing else. Well, you see, you can't have totalitarian systems unless you have the problem to point to, to to justify having the totalitarian system. That's right. Yeah. So they bring down the culture. It's true enough. People are. are um, brought up with video games and slaughter and, and no rules, etc. In fact, they're taught that the bad guys are generally the heroes in their movies, the cunning ones, and they emulate them. Then you see the fallout in society as they grow up to adulthood, acting like the criminals you see on movies. And um, then the cops get bigger too to cope with it, which is what they want to. And uh, this is all pre predicted. You must create chaos. This is the age of chaos before you bring in the new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's well understood. Yeah. Do you remember back in the, um, I guess it was the 30s and 40s, you had the Jimmy Cagney type with all the gangster movies. And Jimmy Cagney, who was that other actor... George Rath. George Rath was another one, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. Yeah. And they still show the reruns yet. Well, you know, even in Britain, they had guys, just like today, as they, as they wear those pants with their crotches down to their ankles, their hats on backwards, because it's marketed to them. Well, even in Britain back then, and right after World War II, when they were getting all these American movies coming in, the young guys were creating gangs dressing just like the gangsters. Mm -hmm. And they were getting holds of, hold of pistols and stuff and, because they thought it was cool, very cool thing to be. And even trying to copy the accent of the gangsters 
and that was a big uh, fad, and they're bringing guns to school with them and stuff, because they saw it all in the movies. And, and in those movies, those guys, they made them humanize. They humanized the bad guy till they identified with the bad guy and saw them as the heroes. Uh, a child has to have a hero. Yes. And so uh, uh, we, had, we had people uh, we looked up to, uh, but they were uh, not that kind of type. Yeah. Uh, good guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, the hard workers. Uh, 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 Rambo is a good one. <laughs> they gave them Rambo for the military guys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's how it was done. That's how it was done, Effie. But that, that's about the end of this recording here. I'm about a, almost out of time, I think. So, um, we'll, we'll have to do this again, though. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I'll uh, be in a, more of a, uh, a mood or can think of something I was sort of wool Uh-huh. Uh, well, with me, I'm more spontaneous because I'm used yeah, to doing it. Yeah, I know it. you uh, You can talk uh, a drop of a hat. Uh, but, uh, but I know it often takes time to think out the important parts uh, that make an impact uh, of, re of people remembering something which is important because... Uh, there's so little truth being given to people to catch on to and remember. Right. Uh, and the important things in life, that's what we have to start remembering, the important things, the values, because they're, they're, they certainly have got rid of them. Yep. Well, I'll tell you, in, uh, it's, uh, even in uh, the last uh, uh, 15 years, 60 years, I mean, they have had a... When I hear like something, you just can't hardly believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think of how the whole, uh, everything has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, for the worst. Yeah. It certainly isn't better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't that a fact? It's a fact. country, yeah. Yes, oh yes. That's Same formula. This because I'm more familiar with it or tuned to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there was something else I wanted to look up. Uh, I uh, uh, gave all my papers to uh, my nephew. Mm-hmm. He's uh, uh, going to handle it someday. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wanted look up uh, a couple of things in those papers. Yeah. And I was going to uh, go up there, but we've had, uh, uh, we've had a, a bad uh, couple of weeks, uh, especially uh, uh, this week we've had uh, rain and chill and cold and dampness. Mm-hmm. 
uh, just uh, uh, more or less been uh, staying in more. Yeah. It's and it's so wet outside you couldn't do anything anyway. Really. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, we ought to have our quarter of rain for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still doing the gardening, or is it just too wet? Huh? Are you still doing the garden, or is it too oh, wet? Oh, it's, it's just uh, uh, mud out there. It's mud, yeah. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. We've had a rain, and then enough, you know, uh, uh, it's saturated. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, saturation point. That's why I don't know if I'll even get a spring garden in, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you can do is try. Yeah. Just like I said when I uh, worked on this house, mm-hmm. I, I tried. I, I can, uh, I mean, you just don't know what you can do till you try. Yeah. That's a fact. And that's, uh, uh, and for me, even if uh, everybody likes to win, but, uh, uh, but the important thing, the bottom line, I, I tried. Yeah. Yep. I did what I should have done, and, and uh, that's that's uh, that's the important thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, someday when I get in the mood, I'd like to tell you about all my treasures. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Uh, all those things that nobody wants, and I uh, and I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll do that. How's your weather been? Uh, well, it's back to the snow, oh. but they're spraying the skies, and generally in the snow, you can look at, uh, when it's a cold temperature, maybe 20 below at night, it, the stars, all the stars should be visible, but oh. they're not. You're seeing some of them, the brighter ones, but because of the stuff that they're spraying, there's a kind of foggish up uh, look, look to it. And, and so you're not getting the the, the clarity that they should uh-huh, be uh-huh, according uh-huh. to the temperatures that we have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so obvious. Yeah. It's so obvious. They're tampering completely with the weather because weather, it's not UFO alien invasions that they're going to use. It's the weather they're going to use to get us all moving into the habitat areas. Mm-hmm. That's the warfare weapon they're using. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wish they got more than one egg in their basket. Yes, they do. Uh-huh. Yes, they do. Silent weapons for quiet wars. They, that's that was that mm-hmm. bro- that uh, booklet that was sent out years ago on the techniques that the Jews. I heard of the book, but I never did uh, uh-huh. have a chance to read it. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty well in there. All the scientific gizmos they have which they're using mm-hmm. and the public will be completely unaware of it yeah yeah well we better say good night I guess yeah you take care and we'll uh, talk next week I hope sure enough bye now Virgil Kane is my name And I drove on the Danville train Till so much cavalry 
came and tore up the tracks again in the winter of 65 we were hungry just barely alive i took the train to richmond that fell it was a time i remember also Yeah. 